Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Lenny? Good day, podcast. <laughs> I forgot. coming up, Lenny. I forgot how the podcast here. It sounded uh, like you were doing some Halloween decoration introduction. Like, you know, when you walk by one of those witches on a porch and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> motion sensor. Yes, yes, yes. In, like. in case you forgot what you clicked on. This is Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank everyone for tuning in. This is a Halloween podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Halloween Central. It is uh, early. We're not too far away from Halloween. You know, I've never put any time or effort into halloween same and it's about time i'm an adult so you might as well start now uh so what do you do i haven't planned anything yet (laughs) (laughs) well you still have like uh five weeks so plenty of time to put up some decor i've considered buying a pumpkin that's that's about where i'm at um yeah i just have never you know even like when it was fun growing up i never like planned or dedicated any time into I don't know, putting together like a good costume or, yeah. or, you know, you and me going in and being two characters in, in one thing or, you know, uh, Wayne Campbell and Garth or something, something weird, but we never, we never really did that. Yeah. The extent of my Halloween was, I remember one time I forgot completely. And then like the day of, I was like, well, I don't, there's no costumes around. Like, and I was like, wait a second. Everything sold out. We have a Santa Claus costume up in the attic. So I went to Santa <laughs> Claus for Halloween. That was about the most savage thing I've ever done. So I am a very boring person. Well, you are forgetting the one time that you actually did go all out for Halloween. What did and, I do? Well, it was probably more due to your mom than you, but you were little Annie and your sister was Queen Amidala. Oh, yeah. That's you, true. Had, you had the helmet, uh, the pod race helmet with the goggles and everything. I was like, man, I've never seen like that was cosplay before I knew what cosplay was. It was. Back it then, was and you were like 12. It was low key cosplay. And that, yeah. yeah, the helmet masks, uh, pod racer helmet thing was uh, <laughs> quite legit. Yeah, it was a good call on that. I was a savage before now. It's true. Now you're boring old man. <sighs> I was actually going through some old photos when we were up uh, in Cleveland at my mom's and I had no memory that I was Darth Maul one year for Halloween. <laughs> but there was pictures of me with the mask on and the double saber and everything. It was basically just a black robe and a Darth Maul mask and a lightsaber. Nothing nothing too fancy. I didn't do face paint or anything. But I had no recollection of being Darth Maul. And yeah, there I was. Yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous what you forget. It really yeah. is. Yeah. You, Do you, you think get, of you, 18 different Halloweens and how many costumes you had? I don't remember any of them. I remember the Santa Claus, and then I do remember the Anakin. But if yeah. you ask me straight up, do I remember being Anakin Skywalker? No. No. I remember the photo that I looked at exactly. when I was like 12, 20. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous what you forget, man. It is. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it's so nostalgia is a strong thing. We talk about it constantly. Um, I know Star Wars is a big, big reason for that. But, you know, 
It's we like should rename nostal- the show. Nostalgia, nostalgia you, you, you remember certain things that mean a lot to you at the time, but you don't actually remember it. You remember like the feeling. Like, yeah, it's watch, very watching, like, like watching Keenan and Kel, I couldn't sit here and tell you any of their episodes. Not a single fucking episode. So what does that even mean to like? I remember I would say, Good Burger I would, and I remember Orange Soda and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I would I would actively sit here and say Keenan and Kel was a great show. I love it. But I couldn't tell you anything about it outside of Keenan and Kel and they worked at that like little small grocery store gas station stop thing. No, I thought they worked at the burger shop. No, the early ones uh I Keenan worked at like a grocery store. I, I, it was a or yeah, I guess like a, it was almost a yeah, convenience store. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but that's where Kel would would visit him and then he would buy orange soda all the time. Right. And mess up and mess up the orange soda displays and shit. Right. Right. But yeah, it's crazy what you forget. <laughs> yeah, nostalgia is not very specific. That's the, that's the weird thing about it. That's why people get so up in arms about you know Star Wars amongst other uh, fric- frictional, <laughs> other frictional universes, uh, because you have this feeling from when you saw Empire for the first time. But maybe when you were a kid, you didn't remember every single beat until you watched yeah. it twenty more times on VHS. But yes, hello, Brennan. Brandon yeah, Queen. We- you know, I was really thinking about, uh, I listened to our last episode because I'm a fan of myself because I'm a douchebag. Um, it's true. But we were kind of uh, discussing the difference between like 90s feeling and then Disney feeling. Yeah. And, you Disney know, we. Yeah. 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 Disney's a whole, whole separate feeling and a whole separate like set of memories, which is weird. You know, like Disney Channel almost has that same feel. It's more Disney rather than nostalgic. It's. It's weird how that how our memories work. We need to get a memorizer in here. Yeah, we need a uh, psychologist. <laughs> what did what what did you make yourself laugh about this time? Uh, your dad when he used to talk shit, and he he was like, "Dude, you're gonna be memorized." You mean mesmerized? Ace? What the fuck are you talking about? You're gonna be memorized. Get you memorized over here. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. He didn't finish school. He did. <laughs> he doesn't have all the words there. He never. He just made it up as he it's went. Okay, that's awesome. Well, um, so you you remember that of all things? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, you forget every Halloween costume save one, but you remember every quote from our parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good job. Um, so we have had uh, a decent amount of news. Uh, the biggest thing being the Mando trailer be, uh, dropping. Yep, could have predicted it. Talked about it last week. It wasn't out, and then the next day it drops. So. Mando season two. <laughs> Gotta talk about that shit. Yeah, so that's definitely on the docket. Uh, along the same lines, I have heard some more drama. And it's actually wrapped around season two of Mando. There's always drama. Shinobi told yeah. me about the drama, and I said, we're not going to talk about that. And then here you are. Bring it up. Well, it was it the drama wrapped around Pat- Pedro Pascal. Oh, no, it was different drama. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. still and love is, drama. Nothing's changed. Is, much, uh, much more largely, uh, my big, big, big uh, rumors, big old rumors, big old rumors, and that's that's about it. Um, but if you know some some of these rumors are uh, solidified in some some sense of truth, so uh, I don't know uh, what we're gonna do here. <laughs> no idea. Uh, let's see. I know you texted me one thing about. Um, I know we were talking last episode about Tamara and if he's going to be Boba or if he's going to be Rex or if he's going to be something else so I'm sure we can get into that you want to let's just start there because it's it's easy clean and simple 
So what, um, did you hear anything, any update uh, to that situation? The Boba? Tamara? Yeah, Tamara Morrison. Um, yeah, well, unofficially, it has been added, I think, to his IMDb uh, as he was cast as Boba Fett um, for Mando Season 2. So, Look it up! Yeah, uh, you know, I confirmed things without even looking it up. It was on. Some, it was listed that he was Boba Fett under something. I'm not sure if it was IMDb. You're just manifesting that it's going to be up here when I go to look at it. I'm <clears> typing <throat> it in as we speak. Boba <laughs> Fett. Is there two Bs in Fett? <laughs> <laughs> there is now. Oh, man. Is there two Bs in Fett? Also, side note. There can note, be if you want it to be. The last name Fett, like, either would work greatly or terribly, and it just, it really worked well. Yeah. Fett seems like it could it could easily be a very dumb last name. Well, you are, you are correct, as you can see here on my screens, if you're well, uh, watching the show. Tamara we'll Morrison. the cast list here on uh, IMDb, and yeah, it does say Tamara Morrison is Boba Fett. One episode. Mm. It's crazy how... Uh, is that his real name? What, Tamara Morrison? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a lot of actors use like an actor name. Tamira is, uh, it's a terrible and great name. Same thing as Fett. Tamira well, Fett. He's, he's, uh, what's the, I can't remember the, um, New Zealand. New Zealand, but there's a, it's like Samoan, but different. Oh, okay. Uh, Maori is what, it, is what he is, I, I believe. Interesting. So I, I love the name. Also, look at that. Look at that savage. He looks like a savage. Is that the, uh, the culture that's into, um, hakas? Have you ever seen a haka? I believe it is, but don't. Uh, I could look it up. I'm not going to. Yeah, those don't things get, are don't so get mad intense. If I'm wrong. I'm just. You know. Those hakas are so intense. I, I, the <clears> first <throat> time I ever saw it was on a uh, soccer match, um, but I watched this YouTube video of uh, it was during a wedding. And Jesus, if it doesn't bring you to tears or make you feel something, you're you're definitely oh, yeah. dead because it's no, it, it's so intense. Gets intense. It does it gets crazy? Although 101 Dalmatians brings me to tears, so uh, I, I'm an easy. It's true. Easy after, yeah, exactly. Horse, horse, and Jasper. <clears throat> every time his knees are poking out the windows, and yeah, I'm like, legs are taller than the car. <laughs> <laughs> every um, time I was, so I'm looking at the rest of this cast list here. Uh, I know I took my screen away, sorry, but I'm just surprised at how much they're letting slip. You know, we talked when they announced that uh, Rosario Dawson is in it and Katie Sackoff and everything. We were like. We're surprised. There's no news, so they have to say something to keep Star Wars fans kind of like, you know, salivating. But I just was surprised at how many uh, cast listings they they read off there uh, earlier this year. Uh, and now it's listed here on IMDb, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. Um, Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan. That one we obviously know. Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett. Just surprised, you know. I'm excited, but I'm just surprised. John Favreau's making a cameo. That's cool. Bo-Katan. Hmm. Bo-Katan. Yeah, so, I mean, we have... How do you I spell Boca? No, Bo. B-O. Space. Oh. Katan. With a K. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, man. Yeah, we I got crossover know. from all of uh, Filoni's Mandalorian stuff. Hmm. That's what all this is. Which I'm I'm here for it. Very cool to see it in live action. I'm here for it. Interesting. I. Uh, it is interesting. Yeah, Filoni. 
and uh, Favreau have their fingers in every piece of Star Wars pie. Mostly funny, but yes. Seemingly. Yeah. Um, which can be good. You know, there's, you know, characters that he can pull and, and, and you know, place wherever he wants or, you know, follow through with a character he was unable to during another time. So, um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I hope to see Boss Nass on, on screen again. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. How long did Gungans live? Probably a long time, right? That's a great question. Don't lizards, they're either, they either last like a day or it's like 80 years. Like how how old Godzilla? The, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Godzilla's like, infinite years. Like tortoises, they're oh, either yeah. they're either like twenty years old or or one hundred and ninety, or they're teenagers. How old Gungans? <laughs> Very thorough. I like we're in the age now where Google's smarter than you. You can just type in Gungan age. Well, that I guess mm, that one actually makes sense. You can most stop to most me now. sites uh, quote the lifespan of a Gungan at around sixty five years, so they're about human. A oh. little, little less, less, little less actually. Fucking weak ass gungans. Yeah. What do their genitalia look like? <laughs> Let me search that too. <laughs> Must be fucked up. Only last sixty five years. Yeah. Yeah. Do they do they lay eggs? Do they have eggs? Do they need them? Do they eat eggs? That's like, these are the questions that we need to answer. They are hidden eggs. <laughs> uh, Shinobi, I would like you to chime in at some point in the next few minutes about whatever you texted me. Something about Mandalore the Great. Uh, I don't know exactly what you mean. So let me know. Maybe we can talk about that. Let me jump around real quick. We'll get back into the Mando uh, see, uh, trailer, season two trailer. Yeah, we'll uh, here, pull the trailer and everything. That'll definitely be uh, up and coming. Uh, but before I forget, uh, I was uh, I had some notes on my phone about um, the first good. the first uh, Republic Commando book that I yeah. read and some some small stuff that I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I like I like that. You mean the whole, um, the whole book? Did you yeah, take so a note I, of the entire book and just word say, oh my for God. Word, yep. I didn't put any um, <laughs> punctuation in there, though. So it's just uh, <laughs> it's a 200-page <laughs> run-on sentence. Um, one of the smallest things in there, so without spoiling anything, there's a group of Republic Commandos. Uh, they join uh, forces with a young Jedi who her, her uh, master was killed. They both meet up on this planet. They start helping each other out. But the initial, the absolute initial uh, meeting, uh, she she senses one of them. That he's off by himself. Uh, and she says, like, she's using the force because she can feel something's around. And she senses a child. And she's looking for a child. And then this clone comes barging through it and, like, is about to shoot her or something along those lines. And she's like, I'm so fucking confused. In the force, you are a child. And it's like, oh my God, no mm. wonder. Because they're, yeah, advanced aging. Yeah, they're a couple years old. But it's those small little details that it's like, fuck, that's so cool. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, From absolutely. the warrior standpoint, they can fuck around with everybody. But yeah, from like a, I don't know, human life standpoint, yeah, they're like nine years old, right? Yeah. It's it's like their, their minds... <clears throat> Well, it's almost like their bodies are are adult, but their minds are still because they're very curious. Like the clones are always very curious, very tactical, but in in the world sense, you know, when they're not trying to kill, or when they're not in battle, they're looking at things like they're I don't know, like they're just curious about stuff. Yeah. Um. So the, I guess that's the child in them. That's you know. <clears throat> well, that's what they, I mean. Everything that they that Kaminoans pumped into their brains already. I feel like they're pretty, they're like experts at. So they're adults in that sense too. Anything that has right. to do with like tactics and war and how to fly a ship and how to shoot a gun. 
but yeah, like they don't really know. They have no social skills when they start. Yeah, no social skills, no no like experience. They they don't have experience. Yeah. They know they know battle and war, and that's it. Like like the one guy uh, tried soup for the first time, and he's like, "What the fuck is this? I <laughs> I've never like wanted." wanted anything but this like protein bar that the the military gives us or something like that yeah. and she's like she's like you haven't had this like standard ass soup and he's yeah. like no it's not available to clones you never had french onion bitch yeah french onion you never <laughs> dip the tip of your yeah. sandwich you get that crusty bread soak it up in the soup oh yeah it's good that's oh, making me hungry i want some soup yeah the now. clones have never <laughs> eaten anything the clones have never eaten anything. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, you know, it's small, small little details. Uh, I know I wrote down more, but uh, unfortunately, well, just wait till uh, you get through, man. I remember um, things get crazy by the time you get to. I mean, it's cool the whole time, but by the time you get to book three, especially, <clears throat> very interesting stuff, and it, it's not canon anymore, and it makes me sad. That's the one part of of Legends that I will really, really cry about. Um, but you know. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, do you remember like that shape shifting wolf species that helps him out in the first book? Uh, no. Yeah, that's it's so unique that they would put something like that in there. And the and they're I don't want to call them force sensitive, but they have like different senses. That's the that, thing that I'm definitely blanking on. Well, we just talked about memory and how you suck at it, and I'm, I don't See? remember what I said about it. I'm glad you at least told me that it was a good book, because that's one thing I was worried about is my nostalgia would be just obsessed with it, because there's clones involved, and it's actually not that great. So I'm glad it holds up. Yeah, let me... Do you know the name of the wolf or the... See, I, I call it a wolf, but I don't... Hmm. It's not a wolf. I thought it was, it was a four-legged species, though. Gerlanin. E, that sounds right. A, a strange woman, morphic species native to Kilura. Yeah, and the woman's well, the the character's name was Jinart, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's no picture of them on Wikipedia, which is a bummer. But yeah, it says they are. Let me get this pulling up for you, motherfucker. Oh, I have a picture. They were canines with black fur all over their bodies. Extremely sharp teeth with four fangs. Man. Orange this... eyes. However, the average Gerlinen had the ability to assume almost any form to a maximal size of a full-grown human. That's weird. So yeah, imagine like the black dog that Sirius Black turns into, and then it can just morph into a human whenever it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. And a kangaroo pouch. Wow. <laughs> It says Gerlin, Gerlani, Gerlanin, Gerlan, Gerlanin. Yeah, um, yeah. I was just saying Gerlanin too. Uh, yeah. But I found a, I guess a, just a, what the fuck you call it? Fan art, and it says Demon Wolf, and it's in a full black. It's also like an anime Demon Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. I, I when I was reading it, I was like, yeah, that's a little out there. Like a wolf that can just like go beast mode and change into whatever the fuck she wants. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, the, the other nice thing uh, about that was they really expanded 
Um, well, obviously the species of the planet they were on, but like the planet itself, they were using the planet to their advantage. Uh, there was a lot of different things. Like there was mines. That's where that's one of the big reasons uh, their a enemies mine. were on there. So they were using the mine uh, machinery to like as uh, like a vehicle transport into battle because they were yeah. so tough. Yeah. Um, and they were also like fixing um, bombs or detonation devices to those things and like uh, whatever the running them straight into the battle and blowing them up to fuck people up and oh, yeah. and using them as diversions and uh, um, but uh, yeah I mean they were using the local animals and that sort of thing too because they burrow underground oh, into the, the fortress and that's how they get into this place this is all stuff that I have no, I have no recollection yeah it's a, it's yeah because they, they <laughs> go ahead Sorry, Logan just says, I'm assuming they're talking about Republic Commando. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can turn on any episode and we're probably talking about Republic Commando <laughs> and why I'm so sad about it. Uh, I don't remember any of that mining stuff. I don't remember those wolf Gerlannon's things. Yeah, it's it's fun, though. Like it, That, that would have been fun if you went back and reread them. It's like, yeah. oh, that's a weird, like, as, as a 17-year-old just like really getting into it. Yeah, you know, it's like fun and cool, and you. But you, that's the shit that like goes right out your your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> How did stuff. it feel reading a, a legends book? Refreshing. Is that <laughs> and isn't that an issue? <laughs> <laughs> it really did. It really Ooh, felt refreshing. That's um, funny. It felt like like episode three. Like it was just fun to watch for how bad some of the lines are in episode three, man. I go back and rewatch actually admittedly haven't watched in a while, but, um, uh, the, that, yes, I know what you mean though. Well, you watch it so much. Well, know. and it's of that era too. It's right around the same time period, at least, sorry, the same time, obviously it's in the clone wars. I'm saying it was released around the same time. So yeah. Kind of, I don't want to say golden era, but at least for us getting into it at the end of high school, it was, so much overloaded well, he, with Star Wars content. I mean, hear us out. No, like that. We thought that was the end of Star Wars, and what what did we end up with? Kotor had come out just a couple years before. We we got episode two and three. Three was great. Yeah. Um, Battlefront one and two. I mean, that left us with really good uh, memories. And then oh. Drew Car Drew Carpishan was starting to drop some crazy shit too. Yeah. Drew so Carpishan's it's on like a mission. Drew Carpishan, man on a mission. Superstition. <laughs> Yeah, Karen Travis and Drew Carpishan was, at least for us, I mean, again, it's nostalgia factor like we talked about. Absolutely. It's that's, that's golden age Star Wars for us. And a lot of people would say the, um, what is bro's name over there? Timothy oh. Zahn is like golden age Star Wars yeah, for them. That never, he never rung with me. I don't ever want to talk shit because I... I I'm, no, I, that's what I mean. It totally depends on like yeah. era and style. Because I remember being interested in Star Wars when I was like... I want to say like back in like seventh grade, like sixth, seventh grade, like right after um, episode one came out, I was like, I want to read some books. And I remember it was always those older books and like Bounty Hunter Wars and Tales from the Cantina and stuff. And I was just like, never could get into them really. Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't it. Yeah. Don't read books. People. Oh, you can't. It, I can't even read. Someone read. I have someone <laughs> read it to me. Someone reads the books to me. Oh, man. Yeah. Star Wars is doomed. You know Caleb, what I was. I hear you, bro. I hear you, Caleb. We're here. You can talk to us. You, you know, you. I I was really going down memory lane. Oh God. 
Is that and, how old we are? Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I searched up uh, like Star Wars documentaries, and I was I was just thinking more along the making of Star Wars and what you know the the legends tale or whatever the fuck they call it the the uh, the hero's journey. Yeah. Um. That every every everything ever made was is loosely based on uh and you know the the common theme along sequels prequels original trilogy trilogy is that group of friends that like experience everything together yeah and it's you know you can't succeed on your own dog y- you know i was really wrapping my head around like what part of star wars escapes that is there any part of star wars that escapes the the general ass hero's journey can you think of any? Because I, in a general sense, all the, the films know. Mean, you mean like it does it? It gives you a good story, but doesn't follow the hero's journey. Yeah. I mean, that was an argument for the prequels that it was kind of the anti-hero's journey, and it wasn't uh, structured as uh, solidly. Yeah, from a structure point of view, I think they still hit all the buttons. They just like do it backwards or something. It's like. Well, Anakin ends up evil, yeah, instead of the hero. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, it's Darth Vader. Oh. <laughs> um, but the one thing that came to mind was Drew Carpition. Those Bane books. He said, fuck everything. Even the people that are helping me. Fuck you guys. You're doing it wrong. And your, and your clothes suck. I'm but going you, full I, on. You could still argue that that's Hero's Journey format, though. I'm sure I mean, in a general sense, sure. But yeah. I guess, uh, you know, he doesn't group up with people. Yeah, but he does have, well, is mm. the friend group thing part of the Hero's Journey? Or are we just adding that in because of Star Wars? I'm kind of adding that big, in. Yeah, I think the big thing is like finding that mentor. So when he gets to the Sith Temple, I mean, he does obviously get that. He has to be trained by somebody. Well, the cool thing, I guess, about Bane is his men- men- mentor's change constantly because he he looks to the dark brotherhood just for general training uh, in the sith ways but he keeps coming up short and thinking these guys have nothing more to to teach me so he's got to go out out elsewhere and that's where i think he searches for the revan holocron yeah and and then then he becomes and then that's not enough and then he like keep constantly searches it's it's pretty cool man yeah i do like that yeah so i guess you would say the sith teachings are his mentor and even his physical mentors, but instead of them getting killed and giving him a reason to like push forward, he kills them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. I want to kill my. You own. are of no more use to me, <laughs> and yeah. of you. That's the big difference. Very palpy, very palpy. Oh, also, now that I said the word palpy, the name palpy, the the existence palp. It's very palpable. Is Anakin Skywalker <laughs> still considered? The chosen one, now that Palpatine doesn't actually die in episode six. Yeah, it's all kinds of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the chosen one thing. Uh yeah, it's all it's all ridiculous. I would say it, it moves from generation to generation, so now Ray's probably the chosen one, right? He's very fluid. You know, I never saw Ray as the chosen one for how much I do like her. It's 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 interesting now that we know that. The making of Ray is fucked um, <laughs> with every, her her name changing daily. Just yeah. her last name, Ray Baca. That, that's we'll we'll start <laughs> there. Get freaky <laughs> in the Falcon. No, I think it's I, we probably mentioned it before, but like Anakin and 
Luke, you know what I just noticed? And Ray are all chosen ones in different eras. What? We have no music. Notice? Yeah, well, we're doing it on Zoom, so there's no music. I don't want music. I know. That's why I, I was. I was. I, it felt empty today, and I was like, "So just we didn't, uh, last week, either we didn't have it." Well, everybody listening after the fact is like, "What are you talking about? Hear the music right now!" <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> well, just, we had. You said uh, when I even when I played the intro, you said uh, it was super loud, and I couldn't turn the volume down. So I figured if I put the background music on, it wouldn't change on your end, and then it would just be overwhelming. I don't know. Anakin, uh, Shinobi says, Anakin was the chosen one of the Jedi prophecy, and Rey was, and Kylo were the chosen one or two of the Sith prophecy. Mm. Well, now he's making shit up, so. He's always making shit up. So are Star Wars authors. They're just making stuff up. Mm. A, lot of it, a lot of it's good. To wrap this all back around uh, with the, the, the friends in tow that every, every hero needs, I, w- I was kind of trying to wrap my head around like what Mando Season 2 could really look like. Um, cause I don't think Cara Dune's going to be tagging along and I don't think Carl Weathers is going along with him. I don't um, know. so I really think he might be out on his own. Um, it seems like a very episode. I disagree. F- go well, disagree away. If, if I had to predict something, I think the whole lesson of season one was for the Mando to realize that, yeah, he's a badass, but there's certain <laughs> things that you can't accomplish by yourself. Yeah. Now he has a jetpack. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. That's true. He has a jetpack and a Yoda. He can do whatever. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean I think that was that was the whole lesson of season one. So and now that everybody's squatted up with him, uh he's ready to go. He's gathered his party before venturing forth. Now he's ready for season two. I'm scared. Of what? I uh I'm I'm really scared for season two. What? I'm hyped for it. There's so much potential. Um just like anything, man. You're just trying to get clicks right now, aren't you? It's really not that great. It's Star Wars. Um, no, no, I just season one hit us so hard because it was season one. It was a, a refreshing look, new characters, a goddamn baby Yoda, and it was just fun across the board. Even with the we call them throwaway episodes, yeah. The but lull. even with the with the the lulls in the storyline, it's yeah. still like, oh my god, that's like a. A stolen ATSD in the the rebel guy, or well, the rebels, the uh, you know, I don't even know what you call it. The bandits took it from the empire and they're using it and painted red and the graffiti bandits. and shit and fun. But now that that refreshness might might be lacking. Even though I do think we're gonna, it's gonna be fun to see because we're potentially we're planet hopping here. That's what it feels like. And well, I think season. what you've touched on is the problem with all sequels. So, and especially with something brand new. So we come we come into Mando, and it's in the Star Wars universe, but almost everything is brand new. So everything's fresh. Every new episode, we get new stuff here, we get new stuff there. But now that we've had the Mando story for eight episodes, they have to follow that up and keep all the same characters in there, add new stuff, and keep us hooked for another whole season. So but they do have the, to do at least half of the episodes on Tatooine, so we know it's still Star Wars. Just in case, if you, there's no sand, you don't know that it's Star Wars. Even I would get lost. People hate sand. I would they get lost. Like it. Let me ask you something. Let me yeah. ask you something very serious. No, this could make or break Star Wars, and or could have. I've already broken Star. Wars. It could have mo- <laughs> made or broke Star Wars back at the beginning. What say you that? From day one, What's Earth was in the Star Wars galaxy. I hate this discussion already. 
it's a it's a it's a it's quite the heavy discussion because you know we call we say it's a long time ago in a galaxy far far away but you know it maybe maybe it's just too too close too close that the wizards can't they can't be but you think of how large a galaxy is wait where were you going with this i'm just asking like if they put earth in the galaxy of star wars yeah i don't know how to even <laughs> react to that <clears throat> neither do i i still don't know what you're at <laughs> i guess how would it, how would it affect your thought around star wars? like we look at mass effect and earth is a part of it yeah humans are a part of star wars but there's no earth well so yeah uh-oh logan mars no. logan mars is pissed Logan, it's good for to have you back. I miss you, Mogan. He's pissed. Mogan, ours. Uh, Everybody says, please no, <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't talk about this. You know, and maybe maybe that allows it not not having it. It uh, would take away the magic of it. Why? Like simply Mass why? Is, Mass Effect is half magical. I, Mass Effect is so cool because you're taking what we already know and you're saying like, imagine if we had the best tech imaginable from aliens. Mm -hmm. This is what we could look like in 200 years. But Star Wars is not like that at all. It's it's fantasy. It's more than it is science fiction. So it operates in a world where like we don't have the normal rules. So humans are in it because it's a movie and they made it with humans. But like, yeah, yeah, I think having Earth, having anything Earth based and like actual um, culture and civilization based in it would take away the magic, man. I think you guys are really, you guys are acting like I'm trying to force Earth into it now. From day one, George Lucas, it, let's let's nix the whole in a galaxy far, far away. Let's say in, a, in this galaxy down the street. That's how the dangerous, movie starts. Dangerous path. In the garage next door. In the garage next door. Um, yeah, I just... I, I no, I agree what you're saying. It, it takes takes like the mysticism out of it. Like it's no longer magic and, and wizards in that sort. But dude, Middle Earth stories exist all over the place, and there's magic and wizards, and they're supposed to take place on fucking Earth. So I don't understand. What do you mean sometimes? Name one Middle Earth thing that's there's no magic. You're all you're all high. No, no, I meant fantasy things that have to take place on Earth. I mean, Westeros your, is your opinions made are up. fantasy things. Westeros made is up. made up. So FBI is Star Wars. Is not happy with your conversation. Mm. What I was waiting for you to get to is like, if Earth was in Star Wars, mm -hmm. would they have made the sequel, or would it have made Star Wars better, or would it be as cool? Because we were talking about sequels and how difficult that is a challenge to actually pull off. And then you went back to like Star Wars original seventy seven. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to talk about Empire, and here you come at me with this: What if Earth was a thing? Somewhere. What if Earth existed, guys? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess everybody's wrapped up in that in in that saying in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, that's what makes it mystical. That that means there's no rules. What if what if what if we had Star Wars without that quote? Simply without that quote. Don't nix the whole Earth thing. If we didn't have in a galaxy right down the street, yes, in Elon's would, grass, next door, would that change anything? Yeah, like I said, it, it's, it's everyone has setting, always man. said Star Wars is space fantasy. It's not science fiction. And but that, it would change that links, the whole that, scope. No, that sentence links that it could be real. Or, now or you're going into even, Star Trek. That's what you want. You want Star Trek in this? That's what you want it to be? Hey, it's real. 
In that sentence, <laughs> no, it's not. In that sentence, in the galaxy far, far away, it is suggesting that it did happen. All of these events have taken place in real time. That's why it gives you something to believe in, man. Well, then Earth does exist in the universe of Star Wars. Yeah, but you said galaxy. Oh, now we're getting specific. So you in brought the, it up. You hey, said galaxy. Hey, hey, don't drop the G word. Everybody was, was everybody's tossing that at, at, in my face in a galaxy far, far away. Look, there's many galaxies. In that quote alone suggests that Earth exists in the Star Wars universe. I was just suggesting, yeah, at the very beginning that Earth was actually inside of the galaxy that the Star Wars universe takes place. Well, the, yeah, we're running all over the place. But um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need an astrophysics glossary so I can get the term straight. I just keep talking until I'm right. So I, I think I made a I made a point there somewhere. Yeah, so Earth does exist somewhere somehow in the Star Wars galaxy. At least that's what that line suggests. Yeah. And it but it was just a long time ago when wizards actually were strong. It's also suggest, uh, suggesting that all the magic happens only in this one little galaxy. <laughs> which we've See, seen from Mass Effect is not true. See that that's a lot of suggestions. Some galaxies only just have iridium and there's nothing else that you want to do there. See, I was because what about the Yuzhong Vong? Because I they were like the legends, dude. It's fucking legends now. Can't talk about that. It doesn't dude. exist. It's legends, not canon. It's on the timeline. All right, all right, all right. At least not at least not yet. Mando season three, Yuzhong Vong. Oh, what if Jar Jar's the father? Did he have a father? <laughs> because of Obi-Wan. Because of Obi-Wan. Uh, I still have nightmares about that uh, Jar Jar theory. Yeah. Still have nightmares about that. that I, sh you sh I should never have watched that video. It makes too much sense. It's scary to think that that potentially was on the table. What, George? What, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, dangerous. With even one man e having all the power. Even though... Even George in the hero's journey, he needs his friends. He needs Irvin and he needs Lawrence Kasdan. He needs Richard Marquand to uh, keep him in line. He needs his buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, he goes into, I'm going to make this dumb fish the bad guy. The dumb fish. <laughs> There's always a worse fish. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So, well, uh, let's keep remembering Star Wars as it is, not with Earth in it. It's in it somewhere. You're ruining everyone's childhoods right now. <laughs> Go play Mass Effect if you want to see Earth. I mean, potentially. Or Independence Day. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else going on, uh, nerd-wise, before we get into the actual uh, trailer? A uh, couple things. Yeah, there's some new Harry Potter game that we could chat about. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. What? Go ahead. What are you laughing? Are you laughing at the chat? Or are you laughing at the Harry Potter? I game? just laugh sometimes. <laughs> are you laughing at your own question about Earth being in Star Wars? Sometimes I laugh at thoughts in my own head, man. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Uh, and then we're off, obviously getting close to holiday season. So PlayStation and Xbox is on everybody's mind. So I figured we could rant about uh, video game consoles for a little bit if you want. Okay. Uh, the Harry Potter game. Did you see the trailer at all? Somebody shared it in the group chat. No, I didn't watch it. It looks, I won't bother pulling it up. Maybe I will. <laughs> I can't make up my mind. Is Earth in Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Uh, what's it called? New game. Ah, yes. So this is called Hogwarts Legacy. And it looks interesting because it's an open world Harry Potter game. 
which I don't know if we've ever had. Interesting. Like maybe there was ones where you could walk around Hogwarts in somewhat detail, but this is supposed to be open world. So it takes place in like 1870 at Wait. Hogwarts. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a, like 150 years before Harry Potter and all that shit. So it's older. It takes place at Hogwarts. And uh, I can pull this up, see a few screenshots and stuff, but it's open world. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's like as detailed as something like Skyrim or if it's like, you know, you can go, you know, from Hogwarts to London and walk around London and then come back. Oh, yeah. I have no, no, I have no desire. You know, I, I, I enjoy <laughs> Harry Potter. I, I actually really, really like the movies, and they, they, was, they age say, very well. They age very well. I was well. going to say, I thought you just did a, uh, a watch through a couple months ago. Yeah, I don't want to play it. No? No. Even if it's like uh, RPG open world style? Mm, maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say no, but yeah. I mean, the whole open world thing would be the reason, but if I really want a fun open world game, I'll just go back to Skyrim, right? That is There's, always a dilemma with any video game. It's like, why would I play a new game? I can just play Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you would assume like magic and the world building would be the biggest pull on, on this Harry Potter game. But, I mean, the magic and world building in Skyrim is probably a tad better. Just gonna say it. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of things happening here. I mean, I'm, tr I'm trying to like uh, just skim through some of the words to see if they gave any more. Uh, any more different details? There's no. The details. problem is with trailers, and I sound like a broken record, and I'm going to say it anyways. So you can just fast forward if you don't like it. The problem with video game trailers is that you really don't have a sense of how the game's going to play. That's the issue I have with the trailers. So it looks cool, but like when I see the wizard just like slamming spells at people, like how do the controls work? Can you level up your uh, dueling spells or can you level up potions or can you level up like magical creatures or like herbology or something like are they going to have Skyrim traits where you have you know 12 or 16 different classes that you can pick from yeah and decide if you want to be like an R or something like that mm. so I don't know open world looks pretty cool though man come on it's got potential yeah 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 potential is all it has can you ride a Why dragon? Aren't you thrilled? Why aren't you thrilled? There was a dragon at the very end. You well, can ride there's a dragons in Skyrim too, and they talk. <sighs> One of them talks. I'm trying to be as cranky as possible. I know. Yeah, <laughs> Everything that I used man. to do was better than what's going <laughs> exactly. on now. Yes, if it happened before '99, I want to try to have if it. anything that happened before right now, because right <laughs> now sucks. <laughs> um. All right. So what I really want, the reason I said that, is because what I really want to happen is I want an open world Game of Thrones game. And I think they've made like two Game of Thrones games and they were both trash. But I want a real Westeros. Just take Skyrim, put it on the Westeros map, and give me like treachery and backstabbing and ridiculousness. And that's what I want to play. Mm -hmm. So Harry Potter might be a, a nice uh, substitute for that. Mm. So I'm yeah, curious I enough to watch the gameplay or watch some Twitch stuff when it, when it does finally drop. I'm not sure how a, uh, a Game of Thrones game, a game of Thrones would actually work, but <laughs> a game of ice and fire. Yes. Yeah. Cause that's so, so character driven and it's the storylines of each character that 
to like play through as your own character and I don't it would just be really weird for me. Yeah, it could I don't be. know. Or it could be awesome. <laughs> the Telltale one they did for Game of Thrones was was pretty cool. Yeah, I played about five minutes of it and said, this is weird. God, turn this off, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what it was, man. I, those, uh, the First of all, the Telltales, I just, they don't do it for me. I, I'm just not captivated. Yeah. Um. So it's it's like you, you play two minutes of something and then you watch a half hour of, of cut scenes and then you play another two minutes. Of no? Or am I wrong? Speak, no, I'm nodding my head in, in yeah. acknowledgement. Yes. Speaking of that and speaking of game trailers... There's a trailer for a new Call of Duty, and I wa- that's what, what that was. You take like four shots, and then like your Jeep crashes, and you're just watching a cutscene for like 30 seconds. And then you stab somebody, and then it's more cutscenes for like 30 seconds. That always drive, drove me nuts about Call of Duty and Battlefield. Even when I tried to play the campaign for Battlefield 4, I feel like <laughs> it was just that back and forth. Yeah, it's 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 there's a there's a fine line, man, between like storytelling and a first person shooter, like. That's not the game. I know that it'd be, it'd be kind of fun to walk through a story, but that's not why people buy this game. So let's skip mm-hmm. that and throw some grenades. So let's do this. That's where they could really focus on that customization. Mm. I think Battlefield Five kind of did that pretty well. I th- I'm I'm actually interested in the squadrons uh, thing yeah. too. Oh, did you see that quick uh, squadrons video? Uh, I saw Ooh. they released a few like story. Yeah. Uh, Cutscenes. Which one did you watch? I watched. Yeah. It was like the end of a battle. It almost looked like the end of uh, Rogue One on Scarif. And the destroyer takes off. And and one of the Thai guys is left there. So he has to like pretend to be broke down. The interceptor. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I saw. Yep. He has to be. But he has to pretend like he's broke down and they find him. And it's it's a pretty intense scene. Yeah. The. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was the only one. For some reason, I thought I saw multiple. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was a cool. Uh, go check it out if you haven't watched this little short. But yeah, X Wing versus Interceptor action. Whoops, did not mean to do that. I mean, we could watch it if you wanted to, but no, I'm good. Uh, but I, yeah, uh, again, I would definitely watch it if 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 you are on the fence about squadrons. This really pushed me. It really felt fun. It really felt like there was. Uh, things at stake unlike most of star wars there this felt like there was consequences and people there was real people <laughs> i know you laugh but unlike it, most of star wars things yeah happen. <laughs> dude everybody the dark side and the light side happy dance through everything until they clash and then all of a sudden yoda and insidious they're gonna fight and they both survive i quit this game sucks um but yeah squadrons there there it really sh- gives you that uh there's people behind those masks you know those thai pilots uh, that he digs off the mask and he has like a fucking there's vengeance there. He's he went full Batman on that on that beach. He's like the the war's not over for me, bitch. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna yeah. take your Xbox. <laughs> I'm gonna take your fruit. Take your fruit. That's yeah. That's what I'm interested in. Um, Self confessed, haven't read Aftermath trilogy, but I wonder how much is gonna tie in because the uh, end of the tie Empire. In. Oh. Wonder if they're gonna intercept some stories for uh, for squadrons, <laughs> or if it's gonna just bomb. Oh God, oh. we're on. we're here. <laughs> we have officially arrived. <laughs> hey, I'm a dad now. I can make dad jokes. I don't want to hear it. Oh man, no, I am really curious to see the end of the empire. Um, 
with Mando and with Squadrons, I feel like they have a lot of room to start laying some ties into. Oh, it's a tie again. Some ties into uh, Episode Seven and where the First Order comes from. Yeah. So we'll see how how deep they go. They might just. Uh, I don't know. They might play it safe. It's a video game, so they have a little bit more room. They might just fuck around. Absolutely, and when they, when there's uh, brand new characters, you can obviously do whatever the fuck you want with them, as long as they don't overlap or change anything. Um, so it's fun. Yeah. All right. Thinking back on while we're in squadrons talk, thinking back on Battlefront Two. Okay. What is? <laughs> what is your bet that you're gonna be able to play as Han Solo? Wait. Do you have any th- any thought that they're going to try to f- fucking harpoon the big heroes into squadrons at some point? Like part of the story, you're going to get in Luke's X-Wing and be Luke Skywalker for a mission. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I think the closest thing you're going to see is perhaps along the storyline, the Millennium Falcon will show up and help you or the other way around. Whoever yeah. who, the uh, dark side character is going to show up, um, but I don't think you're going to be able to play as them. Now, with, I hope so. I hope you're right. Now, with that said, I don't trust EA. So I don't I trust right. them either. <laughs> <laughs> or there's going to be seven missions as your fucking Princess Leia. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason it's forty dollars uh, for the game and not sixty because there's you're going to pay twenty dollars to get behind the wheel of the Falcon. So. <laughs> And some DLC bullshit. Uh, you think they're going to release new ships in the future? I have no idea. Because that's the interesting thing about it being uh, Starfighter base is like they could really go hard, and I mean they could end up with like twelve ships on each side what? by this time next year. You know, if there's, they want to. There's a lot of potential with what they could do there, and if they, if this storyline goes over well, this could lead to more first order stuff let's say this storyline because i think that's that's the suggestion that while mando 2 is supposed to um start talking about or or start hinting towards the the building of the first order right we're looking at uh, squadrons and we're on the very early end of it but i do think it might start sparking uh uh that that sense of uh, we need to build back up because the empire's, you know, from certain point of view, the empire's gone, but not for me. The war ain't over, bitch. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, what I'm getting to is if this if this game goes over well, they could put like a sequel to it, all brand new ships, but have it first order and resistance or something like that, and keep keep piling it on, man. Um, the thing they I wish they would embrace is that you don't have to do a sequel. If you make the game and you build a strong foundation, you could keep the game running for six years. And a year from now, next holiday season, you could introduce First Order and New Republic stuff yeah. without having to do a sequel and everything. Just do like an upgrade or whatever. Well, I guess that's that was my my, my thought. I, I guess it, it doesn't have to technically be a sequel. But yeah, yeah, add eight brand new ships, four on each side, light, dark, or fuck it. Let, let's go full X-Wing and just do a scum and villainy ship. We'll, we'll add four of those. That'd be a great faction. And we'll, we'll start adding all over the place. Wouldn't mm-hmm. that be cool to have a full uh, Naboo squadron? Well, you're talking prequels or you're talking I don't villainy? give a shit. Throw it all in there. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, let's not pigeonhole this. Hmm. I'm torn between. I think it's a good idea that they're limiting themselves. Hey, this is a flight simulator game. There's five ships on each side, two sides only. And I think having that restriction is going to allow them to focus on the game mechanics and the story and everything. And we're going to get a full polished game. At least is what I'm hoping. Yeah. As soon as you start throwing in like, oh, we're going to do everything from every era of Star Wars. That's where they start to like stretch themselves too thin. And now, you know, the gameplay is going to suffer because they had to throw in prequels content. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm because of Battlefront 2. Obviously, that's what I'm worried about. Well, then what are you what are you suggesting that they would add then? I think they run with uh, uh, Republican Empire for like a year and maybe add a couple ships along the way. And then like next holiday season, instead of releasing a new game, they bring out a new faction. Yeah. Scum and Villainy would be cool in the same era. But if you had ships like Slave One and Razor's Crest, the IGs and, and all that Razor Crest. Yeah. Have, imagine the Mando in squadrons as a That's scum. That's what I'm ship. saying. That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. So they have potential. His I think, special is just a baby Yoda and everybody the, the battle's over. Just yeah. A baby Yoda uses battle meditation. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, but I think limiting themselves is gonna be it's gonna be a good thing overall. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped. Uh October's gonna be a, a huge month for Star Wars and for us nerds. Uh because after that, we ain't getting shit for a long time. Oh yeah, I'm sure we will. Next year we should have Cassian. You're telling and me, oh yeah, Kenobes, we're going to wait. We're going to wait an entire year for eight more episodes. No, I'm saying 2021. We it's not just the Mando. We should also have Cassian, and Kenobes is eventually, and there's supposed to be a Lando thing eventually. What? Kenobi on Disney Plus? Lando. Lando system. I don't know. Shinobi's probably going to tell me that that was canceled. I have heard, heard that was still Lando. that was still in talks. But we at least know Cassian and, and Kenobi. Kenobi. Hello there. Because of Obi-Wan. <laughs> because of what you've done. You're going down a path I can't follow. I don't have the right Wait. shoes. Brent. <laughs> I didn't bring my hiking shoes, Andy. <laughs> Brennan says Jedi Fallen Order 2 in 2021. That's another game where like they don't need a sequel. They just need a fucking... You know, I was very happy, even looking back, like there is no, I might play it one more time in my entire life. I just, I have no, uh, it's going to get to that point where I don't even remember what happens in it, so I'm just going to have to replay it because I don't fucking remember. Um, And maybe even just the challenge of uh, playing it on Grandmaster instead of uh, Knight or whatever the fuck we played it on. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What There's else? one good thing we can look forward to with Squadrons. Darth Vader's not going to show up in the last mission. That's one thing we can be fucking sure of. Are you mad about that? It's cool, but it's like, okay, is there... Yeah, I get it. I don't know. That's the heyday of Vader, though. I was fully expecting it. Also, how fucked is it for them to throw him in there uh, in the game trailer? Or in the commercial? Oh, did that happen? Uh, yeah, he was in the commercial for the for the game. I was like, whoa. They were worried about sales, and they were just like, Darth Vader, Darth Vader. He sells things. Throw him in Vader. there. Throw him in there. Make him look menacing. Good at selling stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I was happy with him at the end. You know, the issue I have with the uh, Inquisitors is they suck ass, and Vader's still there. Like, why would you put the Inquisitors in anything when Vader's standing right behind him? Because he's busy. I get it. 
I do get it. I understand you have to it. Delegate, man. But you know, <laughs> I, I was actually very happy with the uh, the end of that game, like putting the Inquisitor in their place, putting everybody in their place. He shows up. The bad guys, the good guys, everybody just starts running. They're like, fuck, he's here. Run. Get the fuck out. Yes. Everybody puts their hands up and just hopes for Obi-Wan to show up. And uh, They did do that well. Yes. Yeah. You didn't duel him right right away. You actually had to like run for your life. <laughs> that, that was a good ad. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I was just complaining that, you know, hey, we got a new game and new characters. Oh, wait. Darth Vader. In case you guys. It's like tattooing. He shows up. Like in case you forgot, this was Star Wars. Uh, I wanted to put Darth not, Vader here for you. It's not quite like Tatooine. <laughs> He's from Tatooine. So let's get into this bullshit. He's from Tatooine. I said. Do you want to get into the the fake drama that uh, Mike Zero created, or the <sighs> drama? And then, well, I guess what we have to ask ourselves about the drama is that are we giving life to it by talking about it? Always. But we need content. Let's go. Yep. Uh, potential uh, drama on the season two stuff. Uh, I'm not going to say one way or another that this was real or not, but um, if it is real, uh, it's a little concerning. Uh, supposedly, Pedro Pascal walked out halfway through production, and it was done with Mando, was was the leak. Um, I, well, I, I wa- or, Jesus, I'm sorry. I found an article and then read through a little bit uh, of what they were suggesting or saying happened, um, and it was like, None of this even really matters if he did or not. They don't show his face on screen, so it's not that big of a deal. Even even so, he doesn't play the actual Mando. Pedro Pascal's not in the suit for most of the scenes. Yeah, he is. Well, I read differently. He just he has a stunt, man. I mean, I would say I wouldn't say that he's not in the suit most of the time. I feel like that would be a false thing. I but don't, yeah, he does have a stunt man for a lot of things. Well, he's so he walks. Pedro's not even. He was only in that last episode to show his face. Yeah, and then he just went to the vocal booth to do all the voice. So well, that's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm. I'm just kind of relaying what I read. Uh, again, listen. I, even I, if that is true, I'm googling it. Shit like that happens all the time. People get heated. Uh, creating anything. Creating anything is a, is is difficult to do, and when you're working with Star Wars, and especially with everything that goes on nowadays with Twitter and leaks and, and all that working on the set of a Star Wars thing probably has to be very, very stressful. So maybe at some point he just got fed up with fucking John Favreau. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. And he probably came back the next day. He's like, sorry guys. Well, you know, you're, you're cast to play a character that's behind a helmet and you, you're upset that you want to show your face. You're the fucking idiot that cho- said yes to a helmeted character, you know? Hey, that's my dream role, man. I could just wear Mandalorian armor the whole time. I don't have to be me. And just grunt at people. Yeah, that's like the best the best acting job ever. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much water this, this uh, bullshit holds. Um, I am Googling it and like all, just bullshit news sources. Yes, with what is it, Screen Rant or some shit? It's worse than that. It's CNN. <laughs> that is worse than Screen Rant. Damn it. Um, no, I mean, like... You're breaking my heart. Desert News, Republic World, bounding was into it? comics. Yeah, this 999 is... 999sci-fi-news.org. The, most of this shit is false.gov. <laughs> I made this up in my basement. <laughs> .tv. So, yeah, I mean, I... I I'm done talking about it because I don't even see any anything. 
great segment. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, I, I was hoping to find more, more, but uh, like you said, uh, I, I think it, it started with Mike Zero, so I'm done with it already. Um, well, you did say something interesting about him maybe getting frustrated that he's not like showing his face more and doing more like acting, acting. Yeah, I, I don't that think might, might make sense. I don't think that's a rumor. I think he was upset. Like that, that was actually uh, talked about and discussed. But again, I mean, yeah, I assumed when they did show his face at the very end, I assumed that they would do that more in season two. However, that's one of the Mando creeds is that you're not supposed to let anybody see your face. Yeah. So that was a yeah. life or death moment. So, like, not only did you sign up for a character behind a helmet, the character has a creed about allowed. the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take it off, man. Like uh, any other character in Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. The helmets pop off once every once in a while, but yeah. not this yeah. one. Yeah. They're literally, there's that Mando glue that holds them to your shoulders. <laughs> they don't come off very easily. Yeah. I can sense when there's other life forms present. You can't take it off. So, um, are you yeah. surprised they- that he did pop off the helmet? Uh, no, episode. I thought it was beautifully done, especially because it was just him and IG there. Oh, that's right. I was trying to like yeah. remember. I was like, I thought uh, Cara Dune was there, but that's right. Because he tells him that he's just going to die, and he tells him to go. So they leave, and then he's like, I can't take my helmet off. Can't anyone see my face? And IG's like, I'm not. A, I'm a droid. I'm not a living being. So there's a little droid loophole. What if the Mandos know that? He hates, change the creed. He hates droids, though. I know. He took, they, Dude, the droid you took it? A, Don't you remember? I know. The droid took a mental screenshot. Now it's all over the uh, intrawebs. <laughs> the droid burning lava, Mopar. Confirmed. The Mando has a weird mustache. And it's all now over. Now he them. loves droids. He went to full 180 in that last episode. He does. He does. That's all he wants to do. He's going to trade Baby Yoda for a baby droid. I would. <laughs> I would. You don't have to feed baby droids. Yeah. I mean, what's going on with this, with this stuff is... Uh, yeah, I mean, we all know who Mike Zero is. He's made an entire channel on ridiculous clickbait titles, and YouTube likes that in their algorithm. So he's made a lot of ad rev, and he's just going to keep doing it. Man, it makes so. me mad. Do we blame Mike or do we blame YouTube? I blame really. myself for or clicking do we blame, on it. I blame myself for talking about it. <laughs> and I blame all Star Wars fans, past, present, and future. For having nothing to do between movies and, and shows that talk about rumors and drama. Mm. <sighs> it's okay, man. It's okay. We'll get through it. Where do you see... We're, we'll get into this Mando Season 2 trailer. No, we won't. Where do you actually see Star Wars? Let's 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 say 10 years from now. Mm. What are we sitting with? Several, several series. <sighs> maybe another trilogy. And, and where... where do you think it's dying off at, that we've been oversaturated? Because they're there for a while, at least for the past five years. It was good content. It was fun. I did feel like they were rushing it a little bit, but it was also nice to have those one-off movies. It was a good pace that they, they were doing the trilogies, yeah. doing every other year for the trilogies, and then Solo and uh, Rogue One was fun. Yeah. What, but uh, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I think uh didn't didn't Bobby Iger say that they kind of overestimated or underestimated the pace? Uh, like they were, I think they were trying to ramp up to the point where Marvel was, whether you were having two or sometimes three a year, and they kind of, unfortunately, it was after Solo and everything, but they kind of recalculated and said that that works for Marvel, but it doesn't work for Star Wars. Um, I think it could. Oh yeah, I think it could too. But I'm also conflicted. I think 
Marvel did a lot of things great, but part of why it worked is that we're mostly seeing characters that everyone already knows. Now, for me and you, that might not be true, but for comic book uh, fans, like ev like everyone that reads Marvel knows who Iron Man is. So it's not like they have to work on introducing a whole new set of characters and a whole new storyline with new enemies and do that three times a year. And that, that might get stale. So I'm a little torn with Star Wars. Like I do want, in 10 years from now, I do think they could meet that pace. Um, but that kind of depends on like where we go after Mando, uh, more Disney Plus series, what those look like, what the High Republic ends up looking like. What is this new trilogy going to be about? A lot of stuff's up in the air. I think we kind of have to wait. Yeah, it was almost like they tried to hit Marvel's pace right off the bat. Why, when it took Marvel ten years to get to that point? Yeah, but even like three or four years in, they were they were hitting it pretty hard. I mean, they did twenty three movies in ten years, eleven years. Yeah, I think um, maybe just the the story writing's not there. It's just, we're in a really weird thing where Star Wars is like, it's the Skywalkers. And we know that. Well, it's these six movies. So well, they had to pick that back up and they decided to continue with that through seven, eight, nine. But look and at even Rogue One and even Solo, they're all tied in. Yeah. And we've talked about this is like basically the foundation of our show is like, they need to start branching off and doing new things. But that's super risky for a franchise. It's like not super risky. It's super profitable. It what is the risky. fuck are they doing? What's the first thing that they've done that has been a massive success that isn't tied into something else? They've never done anything else. That's what I mean. It's risky. The, the novels are the closest thing we got to elsewhere, and that's all that anyone ever talks about. The Plagueis book, <laughs> the true. Darth Darth Revan, the video games, the the Darth Bane books, everything that's outside of it. The risks that were taken in the in the. The novels were never played out in the films. The other issue I have, we're getting into shit on Star Wars because fuck it today. But it's easier to take risks on a novel than it is on a movie. But what risks have they taken? This they one, this one, will, this one will be about the rebels. What about that? Well, this one's the <laughs> Solo. It's about Han Solo. Let's. Shinobi says Mandalorian. I'm like, kind of like they are new characters, uh, but we already know all about the Mandalorian. We are. And balls. bounty hunters and empire stormtrooper moth. We are balls deep in the empire again with the Mandalorian. It is refreshing. Listen, guys, this, what we're saying doesn't mean that everything that come, came out in the past five years is trash. It's 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 good content. They had to start somewhere. I think it was respectable. I think they did push boundaries in many different ways. But we are still within like ten year span of Star Wars. A 10 yeah, year, 10, 10, 15 year span. I mean, we're talking post episode six. No, we're, we're talking original trilogies to episode nine. That's where we've lived. But it's about a 15, 20 year span, right? 20, 20 year, probably closer to 20. Yeah. So we've been stuck in this timeline. And that's why, like, when, when they start hinting about, like, the or the uh, High Republic and that sort of thing, yeah. that gets me so excited. My midichlorians start dancing. <laughs> The electric slide right in my jibbles. <laughs> that's how they dance. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's the risk that needs to be taken. Yes. Look, Disney took a risk by buying Star Wars. They did not take a risk when they when they started one movie and made about their money back. <laughs> they, they, that was its own risk, but yes, I agree. They made their money back already. Now it's going forward. I know 
What? That's what I was going to say. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Now you, you, now your you, investment was profitable. You made your money back. Now you can please fuck around. Please fuck around. around. Please, please fuck, fuck around. around. I mean, there's unlimited timeline. There's unlimited timeline, and we're not exploring any of it. We're, we're, we've been stuck in this 20-year period. Everybody that's listening to the show knows this. We, we constantly get back to this, but... Um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I, even High Republic, uh, Brendan said it's a little too soon before. I mean, yeah, Yoda's going to be there. Hopefully just a little bit of a cameo, but even High Republic, which we were all saying, like, God damn, it's finally something new. It's so... It's, even that's going to have Yoda. It's so interesting. Maybe, maybe, like, the creators think if it's not tied in, it's it does, there's not a Star Wars feel. But it's like, well, what happened with KOTOR? What happened with the Darth Bane series? Because there uh, again, are familiar I, I just, things. Yeah. Like, we don't have to have characters in the other shit. We can have species, different races, the Mandalorians. Hey, I know about the Mandalorians. That's a tie-in. Oh, this is just 2,000 years before Luke? Perfect. I already have an idea of what the Mandalorians are and what they do. Yeah. Now let's now let's create something with that. But instead, we do the Mandalorian. We put a goddamn baby Yoda in it. Boba Fett's in it. There's there's Jawas <laughs> flying around. It's 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 episode it's episode six point five. That's what that's what the Mandalorian is. That's how uh, it feels. Yes, I now, agree with you on Kotor. Go ahead. I'll let you finish because you'll forget. I already forgot. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I knew even as I said that I was like, "Fuck his memory." Nostalgia for that nostalgia for that sentence that you just said. Uh, I was gonna say I agree with you on Kotor. Everyone in the chat is saying Kotor is the best. Obviously, we all love Kotor. It's I just feel like it's different for them to take a risk on a movie, which costs three hundred fifty million dollars plus, than it is a game. Because even if the story is not that great, like games can still be fun in certain aspects, especially when it's Star Wars. Like as long as you get to swing a fucking lightsaber, someone's buying that game. Yeah. So it's just easier for them to fuck around with new content. Um, but I, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. I guess they're limited. They are limited. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have light side. They darks. don't have to be. They've, They've limited them damn selves. <sighs> yeah. That's why I just, you know, if you had the right, the right writer. Drew Carpition. You could let's really do, let's start a petition. Drew Carpition and petition on change.org on a mission. The Carpition petition. Yes. And get 1000 signatures. And say, hire Drew Carpition back to do all of your writing. The expedition to the petition. On a mission. For the Carpition. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, and it's it's like, uh, oh, I know, I know. KOTOR's great. We all know. We all know. Those that have read the Darth Bane books, they're great. I know. But what makes them great? And what can we pull from that and place into a movie or a series that would work really well? You know, let's 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 throw something out there. Whoa, let's let's make the main character. Let's make the main character a dark side character. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. Let Twice. me explain something. The Joker did very fucking well. <laughs> that's true. They did really well, but everything has to be about <laughs> happy dancing and disco parties with the death sticks. It's all it's all yeah. fun and games. I don't want it to be fun and games anymore. I want it yeah. to be crazy i want my mind to be blown yeah now you know i say these things rogue one was great there was some really cool i thought there was actually actually the more and more i watch it the characters have grown grown on me 
You know, mm-hmm. they were kind of tossed away, thrown, thrown away characters directly in the timeline that we hate and don't want. But they made it refreshing and they changed our view of episode four. That's the craziest yeah. thing. That's one of my least favorite uh, movies. And it made that better. Yeah. Let's do that with something else. Let's, some really cool things. Yeah. Let's make the history of Palpatine better. Let's make the history of, of Plagueis better. Let's go back and plant seeds a thousand years that leads up to something that, you know. Yes. I mean, exactly. there's so many opportunities. Let's make a yeah. dark side movie or, yeah. or series. The Mandalorian's not dark side. He's just not. He's not. Uh, he's just. He's just you know, a dude. Neutral badass. He's literally a guy with a job. <laughs> I, based on what you just said, I think. I, I don't know. I think a more frequent re- release of uh, movie and show content would actually be a good thing because even for this very fact, this small fact, that it would give us less time to sit and ruminate on things that we don't like. Imagine if like there was three movies coming out every year. There was May and there was August and there was December or something. That shortens the time frame that people can sit there and stew about the Force Awakens just being a remake of New Hope before something else comes out to like distract you from that. You know what I mean? Like if there was two shows and three movies every single year, I feel like everything would be fresh. Oh, I didn't like this one that came out in May, but that's okay. There's another one coming out in three months that I might be super hooked on. Mm-hmm. So if it, it, it might feel to them at Lucasfilm like it's diluting things, but I think with the right balance of like, here's a movie that's right in the original timeline. Here's one that's brand new. And here's one that's like somewhere in the middle. Like they could find some sort of balance there. I wonder if they would ever create a storyline that is legends that would literally be labeled as legends. Let's 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 just start building. Let's just write a, a series right now. I've written so many from my, back in college. They're probably sitting, sitting around somewhere in my email. Let's say today we we're going to start writing a legends story. That doesn't need to be canon. It lives in the Star Wars universe a long time ago in a galaxy. Same galaxy, but just a fucking not so long ago or even longer ago. Long, 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 long time ago. (laughs) In the future in that same galaxy. In the future in the same galaxy, which, yeah, current times. And we just blow it open. Jedi and Sith, they're not even, like, created yet. There's the idea, like, there's no factions. There's just force sensitives, and they've got these powers, and there's wars going on. And maybe we even, we filter, we funnel the the series, we start from day one. There's a struggle. There's a struggle. They're fighting over some shit. There's There's always got to be a struggle. There's a civil war on on a planet, and they're all force sensitive. They all have this power, and they're all special. But by the end of the series, they have been split over specific ideals or or happenings during the the series, and they start this this faction has to leave the planet, and they're yeah. really mad that these light side fucks, well, eventually becoming light side fucks took over the planet for the greater good, but that that means kicking these fucks off the planet. Now they're gonna hold a vengeance, and now it's gonna whirlwind into this thousand long thousand year long battle that th- those those dark side people are gonna leave. Find other powerful people, group together, call themselves the Sith, and fuck around. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> I like what you just described. But if they were going to do something along those lines, they would still what based on what you just described, they would still do it in the normal era. You know, because they would pick something that like the Republic and the Clone Wars fucked over this planet without really realizing it, and everybody became very anti Jedi and anti Republic, and they ended up joining the Empire. Yeah. I mean, 
we see that in the Clone Wars at the at the last season of the Clone Wars because people are mm-hmm. like, dude, you Jedi come in and quote save the day, but leave everything fucked and don't help it, p- us pick up the pieces of of the battles that you quote won, and right. all of us are left to 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 fuck around. I mean, yeah. let's let's really dig into that idea that Jedi aren't all uh, omnipotent and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, all good. I mean, right. You fuck yeah, around. Collateral. Yeah. Collateral damage. Uh, Brennan touched on, I think, why KOTOR is so good or why we love it so much. World building. And then he also said KOTOR made an ancient dark side point of view that we never got before. Uh, expanding on that, I think it's the dark side is intriguing, but in the first six movies, uh, actually at that point, the first five movies, we don't get to see a lot from the dark side's point of view and we don't get to see a lot of the Sith. So it's this thing that's like kind of in the background. It's very intriguing. Like, obviously, people that are on the dark side are badass. Darth Vader's badass, but we don't know too much about what makes them Sith. Why are they different from Jedi? Mm-hmm. Like, what's their backstory? We don't know much about that. And then Kotor is like almost like an entire fan service game where it's like we're just immersing you in ancient Sith lore and ancient Jedi lore. And then you get to pick your path. Well, the the other thing is, like, if you do play it as dark side, you fight dark side people as dark side, as a dark side character. So that's like a cool thing because it's it's not it's not happy go lucky even on a dark side. Like they're not all supporting each other. Get the fuck out my way. It is well, I mean, it is very Vader ass. The first thing we see is him choking his own fucks. Now, yeah. in the movies so there is a tad bit of that but like the struggle of power even on the dark side we don't really ever see and that's what we've always wanted to see was like Vader face off against the Emperor right I've always in the movie, wanted there's only to two see. there's only two one of them all doesn't have limbs so we know who's and, gonna win yeah and KOTOR there's thousands there's and thousands, thousands. thousands well and the same thing in the Bane book like he's struggling for power and he's even going through the path of the Dark Brotherhood to learn their ways and then breaks off from them and, and creates his own path and, and uh, points out the faults of the Sith, which is the craziest yeah. thing because we look at the faults of the Jedi and their collapse of the, the Republic. But man, Bane did the same same equal opposite shit with the Dark right. Brotherhood, which was awesome. But uh, yeah, not, we're enough of Darth Bane. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go on rants and I, I just... It also goes back to Bane. Man, it really does. And Bane... He's the chosen one. But everybody's Darth Bane. From the essence transfer number one, everybody's Darth Bane. It was a confirmed Palpatine's in episode nine. Totally Darth Bane. Totally Darth Bane. Kill me and I will. You, I will become you. And now whatever the That's fuck he says. So fucking wild that they did that. I'm sure JJ probably just came up with that and thought he was a genius. It's like, oh, actually, by the way, 2001, bitch. <laughs> by the Darth way, Bane, Carpition petition. You didn't know. Uh, no, that's. I love that. That's such a good ad. So cool. <clears throat> All right. Mando season two. Right around the corner. I feel like, we, I feel like we've just taught you yeah. talked me out of my excitement for it. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh I do I do have I do have reservations for it. It seems fun on paper. It seems very fun on paper. Oh, the other thing before we completely jump onto the Mando two. My story that I built in my own head about the Civil War and the Force Sensitive Civil War. Yeah. It would be really cool to see a Star Wars movie and or series, whatever whatever they want to create, taking place on one planet. Now, that's really weird because I know it's a, it's a big gap. You mean galaxy. like A New Hope? <laughs> 
<laughs> but, you know, well, I guess the, the core of what I'm uh, referring to is the Republic Commando books. Now, they're, yeah, they're spaceships and they're hovering above a little bit, but they get down and the entire book happens on one planet. And them well, experience. The what's that? That's just the first book. Yeah, absolutely. An entire goddamn book happens on one planet and we're in the star wars universe that is a crazy feat why i feel like there's so much that can happen on one world that we breeze over it so much we look at naboo they 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 plant that small seed on naboo in episode one that it's not all happy-go-lucky on naboo you you fly in it's wow it's beautiful and then naboo and it's all crazy but the gungans right down the street hate you and they're very i mean they're a goofy species, but it's not all happiness. There could have right. been wars between the Gungans and the the new Nabonese, Nubian, Nabonese. No, 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 the Nubians. Um, but like, oh, I'm just like in my own mind. I'm thinking like a nautical war between the Nubians and, and the fish people. What are they called? Gungans. I don't know. They're like, there's so much potential, and just. We know it's in the Star Wars universe. There's speeders and there's blasters and there's technology we done. And then you can have visitors from from other planets throw a Mando in there, whatever the fuck you want to do. That's helping out one side or the other. Yeah, but don't you feel like you need a larger scope for a fucking movie though? Why? We already have the larger scope. It's called nine movies. Yeah, but that you know how long it takes to do that. I feel like the struggle of two sentient species on one planet is like. That's like two episodes of a series. No, it's not. Look at Game of Thrones. Look at movie. Game of Thrones. That's I understand that, but they're not going to do that. I'm just saying they need to for me to continue being a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do this now. I'm never watching again. I just, you know, it's all about world building in Star Wars and, and connection and family and characters. But you can get all of that hey, with with a, the- simplify the story. Simplify it. You don't have. It doesn't yeah. have to be. Let's go to Naboo because we haven't seen that yet. Let's go back to Tatooine because it's been one episode since we've been there, and then we'll we'll throw some laser swords and stuff. No, it's not about Part that. Of that's just how movies are made, though. Mm, yeah. But hey, I'm the first one to say that we need a Star Wars Game of Thrones series. I've been saying that for a while. So you know, no no nudity and rated R stuff. I'm just what? saying the the depth. The depth of world building and lore and storytelling and intertwining of characters and different plot points. Yeah, I'm all about that. I just, I don't know, man. Even like the history of a planet. Like if we went to Tatooine uh, 2,000 years ago, I know I've mentioned this on the show, but have it as a water planet. Like two, like let's just call it like 10,000 years before. And it happens on this water <sighs> planet and shit's happening. Or, or, uh, or, or Jeddah. Throw throw some crazy history in Star Wars. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, sorry, that is not what I meant to say. I was going to say, can we stop talking about Tatooine, please, for the love of God? (laughs) For the love of God, (laughs) that's what what I meant to say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. No more thoughts. That's, That's that seems like filler material for like a book or a comic or a like a YouTube short or something. I guess what they what they try to do and the one thing like uh the Ahsoka it's not grand enough. The the Ahsoka book did very well was while she was the main character obviously it was her point of view and all that she, it was the story wasn't wrapped around her which is kind of weird to say. The story was wrapped around the planets that she was on and the struggles that are going on that were 
ignored by the Jedi. She was getting down to the nitty gritty of every people's everyday lives. And like the yeah, small still... things, the small things that everyday, you don't have to be a Jedi to make a change. That was kind but for that story to be interesting. You have to have all of that back material. Sure. But the back material already exists is my point. That's what I mean, but now we're back to our thing where like all, everything's tied in already, which we are annoyed about. I know, <laughs> I know. There's no solution. Just shut the franchise now. <laughs> you already made your money at this point. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, we'll transition to uh, Westeros cast pod. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> all right, that's it. All right, let's uh, watch a little bit of this trailer and talk about it. <laughs> I don't even really want to. Narshada uh, possibly. <laughs> Han Solo's probably Maybe. gonna pop up. I don't. Let me make sure I get the audio here. What if Han Solo pops well. up? How are you going to feel about that? Han Solo. Uh, you mentioned I, you mentioned Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon popping up in squadrons. It's squadrons, it's yeah. very real that he could pop up here, or Luke, or Leia, or any of the original trilogy. Lando's going to be all over this bitch. I guess with. Han and Lando would be the most likely because they've already done a younger version of them. I feel like it would be hard. Like, that's established. Like, Billy Dewey, or, uh, goddamn. He doesn't have to be younger. This is post-episode six, dude. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. I'm drunk. Okay, go ahead. All right, I'm watching this. Ignore what I'm saying. It already sucks. This looks like a desert planet. Probably is Tatooine, right? Can you hear this? Yes. The audio? I love that fucking ship. I need to buy that Lego right now. Looks all fucked up. The docking bay is open. He's got some damage. Did you see all like the uh, awards that season one won? No, but I can believe it. It's a good move having the armor and do the voiceover. All right, pause it. <laughs> Go back like ten seconds to before what, the bef before the yeah the raider. Now, when you click play, Din Jaren says where, but watch the Banthas mouth. It almost looks like the Banthas is where. <laughs> that's, that's what we're popping. Yeah, this on. it looks so Christ funny. In heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were about to be like. Dingerin says where? Then look at the planet. It's it's fucking Ilum. Look at the planet. No. And then you're like, oh no, a bantha just moves his mouth. <laughs> it looks it's it's <laughs> everybody go back where? <laughs> How did they not? We they need us in the editing room. How'd they not catch that? God, fucking terrible show. Where? It is cool to, that they refer to the... Who's this chick? I'm a... Who is this chick? Isn't that one of the Mandos? Is that the Mando chick? It probably is, but I think the trailer makes, wants, to, wants us to think that it's a Jedi. Yeah. This is the way! How do you feel about uh, sailing on the, on the high seas as Din Djarin? Oh, I totally just glossed over that shit. Yeah, it's kind of... Shinobi no, but how often do we have actual ships? Oh, look, there's a like Quarren. water ships in Star Wars, because it's not very often. Quarren in the back right there. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Baby Yoda's so cute. I almost bought the little plush at Target earlier today because it was so cute. Nice. X-Wings. <clears throat> Tatooine. TIE Fighters. Stormtroopers. Speeders. Water. Jetpacks. Torture. Snow. Ilum. That's totally Ilum. Yeah. Mike Tyson. I love this. <laughs> he just knows what's about to happen. He's like, damn it, dad. The, he always fighting people. The sound, the sound design is so good. Yeah, that's one thing Star Wars has always been perfect at. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I know that they can't give too much away. Um, I'm excited because I already know the potential of season two, mm -hmm. but it wasn't the most exciting trailer of my life. But all right. But to your own point, nothing was spoiled. Thank God. Thank God they didn't put Ahsoka Very in there. True. Thank God they didn't yes. explain the entire thing. They literally were using quotes from the first season. Perfect. Right. Don't give me any yes. dialogue. Don't give me shit. Right. I mean, the the the, the pig-eyed, one-eyed cycloptic said like three three sentences there, but that's I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it. Don't spoil anything. I want to be surprised yeah. while I watch it. And using that uh, that particular scene in voiceover from season one, it sets the stage that like the majority of this season is going to be him trying to link up with Jedi to hand off the baby. Uh, uh, a bunch of sorcerers, baby. ancient sorcerers. They've been gone for nearly. Actually, they're still around because Luke's still alive, but we don't talk about them. So, it's like uh, Shinobi's still talking about Mandalore the Great. I still, I totally didn't see it because I'm a fucking moron. I forgot to look for it. Uh, mm, I don't remember where you said that. Oh, the armor mentioned the Mandalore the Great and in reference to when Mandalorians went against the war against the Jedi. Ah, yes, 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 yes. But the Mandalorian War was... Uh, that's KOTOR. Thousands and thousands of years ago with my grandfather. With the flute. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm hyped. I don't have much to say. I, I'm, I like that I... Like you said, there's nothing really spoiled. Uh, I think this is definitely Ilum. Um, other than that, well, Boba's going to yeah. be in it. I mean, there's going to be some showdowns in this second Possibly. season that have been built elsewhere. What Bro I mean? said, uh, Boba's jetpack on the back of his speeder. Is that accurate? I don't know. We've got a lot of characters that are confirmed for this season, and they didn't they didn't hint to any of them in the trailer, so it's it's great. Um, that is a, a good, yeah, a big plus. And it is nice that they're not major characters. And there was there's been loose potential with Boba Fett. We've talked about that that he's got the most hype out of a character that does absolutely nothing. Uh, well, that com you know compared or uh, in addition to. Ahsoka being one of the most major characters in our lives yeah. over the past decade, um, but she still doesn't have any true screen time. It's going right. to be great, man. I ha I have huge, huge... Uh, <laughs> I I'm very excited, man. I'm very excited for the Ahsoka side of this and how they, how they filter her in and where or how Baby Yoda fits into this puzzle. Um, enough for for them to not mention a goddamn thing in this in the sequel trilogy about a baby Yoda. 
<sighs> yeah, I mean, honestly, Ahsoka moving from animated to live action, that's just so cool. That's gonna I'm be- excited even just to see that shit. Even if she's only in like half of one episode, that's going to be so cool. Yeah. No, I agree. I, re- I truly agree. It's uh, that's that's a very small risk, but you know if they fucked that up, it's kind of a big risk. I don't year. really think so. They'll do it right. I think so. Yeah. Um, and plus they it could like you said it could only be twenty minutes of one episode, or maybe they team up and she helps them get uh, Baby Yoda to a specific thing. Now the cool thing, okay, this is my my theory about this uh, season. It could really show the true cards. Of the Empire or whatever's left and the Resistance or Rebellion, whatever's fucking left. They're both going to be fighting for this baby Yoda. Once once either side figures it out, they're both going to be fighting. And Din Jaren's going to be in the middle of all this shit. I mean, people are going to die over this baby Yoda for the struggle <sighs> struggle to, for this baby Yoda. So we're, we're getting into some very muddy waters because I do think the rebellion would murder people to get this is like this is like that technology that could win over a war is getting this baby yoda this could change yeah. the entire tide of the war now we're going to see some very violent stuff from both sides if this does happen if if yeah. if he is pinched into the middle and he's trying to ride this neutral line that you know if he does give it to the good side or or light side he he doesn't know what, what you know one way or the other yeah that he just wants it to get it to the Jedi of these people that like no longer exist, so they can figure it out. Now, if he gives it right. to the rebels, they're gonna use use it or abuse him. How's or- he supposed to know who's a Jedi and who's not? Yeah. The interesting there's an interesting thing too is that we know that by the time we get to Episode Seven, the Jedi are gone. I don't know if they came back enough or if this is all happening kind of behind the scenes, but they're definitely gone, and Luke is definitely gone, and things are back in turmoil. So if there's this chance that this baby Yoda could be, you know, could save things, what's going to go, what's going to go wrong in the Mandalorian that leaves Luke, you know, in exile? What if, I mean, we know what if season two ends with baby Yoda being handed over to a Luke Skywalker? Yeah. Well, that's what I I was trying to say earlier when I fucked up the actors for uh, Han Solo and Lando, I was saying like, we have seen Han Solo and Lando in the original and then be recasted for a younger version. So having them in a show would be fine because we've already seen that. But doing that with Luke for the first time just in a show, that's another big risk. But I could totally see it happening. And Luke might Young even Luke be... Skywalker takes control of Baby Yoda. Luke might even... Well, he might even be scared of him. Like this kid, this... Like I might be he's the person you, you've... Well, I know he's not scared yet, but he might not feel like the correct person. Maybe there is someone beyond Luke that's still alive that he's going to trust. What if Mace Windu's still alive? I don't fucking know. Oh, he's not alive. Brendan did just mention uh, Cal from Fallen Cal Order. Kestis. He could very easily still be Maybe alive. Maybe the baby Yoda was on that list that Cal Kestis destroyed at the end. There's, uh, ooh, there's potential for a lot of heartbreak because just think about how, think about after Order 66, all the fledgling Jedi, how long have they waited for things to like return to normal? Like they've just been in hiding for like 30 years, just waiting and waiting and waiting. Luke defeats the Emperor, kind of, and Vader. 
the rebellion kind of wins the war. Well, is it? But the Jedi aren't really back. So how is Ahsoka going to play into that? It's so interesting. Well, and that's kind of that's a good point because everybody hated the Jedi until the Empire really started coming around and fucking things up. And then they're like, "Well, where's the Jedi?" Well, you got. But even then, Jedi were still mythical. Right. It was, it's a, like they were wiped out that It fast, was like the like next became, day. They're like, we're trying, we're, we're trying to find Jedi. They're like, what? what? Those ancient people? Like the Empire went around and men in black flashed everybody. <laughs> it was like, Jedi don't exist. They do exist. <laughs> oh, please man. Mail me if you know. Mail me a gram. Mail me an email. Please send me a pizza roll if you know what that is. Um, All right. That's enough. Mandalorian season two. Uh, very excited. Very yes. excited. Very fucking excited. Yes. Yes. I think the theorizing about things made me more excited than the trailer did. <laughs> Which is. I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. Listen, but. it's because the theories came from me. Ask me uh, if you want to be excited. Just ask me and I'll make some bullshit up. That's and true. we'll all be hyped. Hype train. Um, I good. do. In, in the perfect world. I do want to see Din Jaren's point of view of the rebellion and the Empire. He uh, he's already had some dealings with the Empire. He's killed a couple a handful of stormtroopers. He doesn't really like them. But I would like to see like maybe a negative point of view of the rebellion or the resistance, whatever's left. Well, it's the New Republic at this point. Yeah. But like, if, if they're like killing people to get to him, I think that would really build some crazy tension, and maybe that's why Luke, at this point, is distancing himself from the rebellion because they have kind of gone gone awry. I don't know. I don't know. There's there's a lot of potential. There really is. And there was some uh, quotes I saw from uh, some of the writers that uh, there's there's more at stake. There's more at stake in this season, and there better goddamn be. Yep. The first season Thanks was fun. Good. Let's. We found a baby Yoda. We got to protect it. End of season. Now let's. We got to find uh, the baby's baby. The baby's daddy. <laughs> the baby's baby. You know I'm all about stakes, so I'm for it. For him. I'm here for season two. All right. Good day, <clears throat> galaxy. Thank you for tuning in. Thank everybody. Brennan Schnobes and uh, Mogan Lars back yes, in the Logan. chat. Great uh, to hear from you again. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on. Tell your friends. Star your friends Wars podcast of all time. Tell your friends to listen to us. We don't. We certainly don't talk about anything controversial. Uh, also, join the Facebook group, Star Wars and Beer. Go over there and join that. And then we'll see you uh, next week's going to be one day late because I'm traveling. We'll be up for Monday. Check you later. Check you later. Later, dudes. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And also with you. All right. That's enough.